Am I on? Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? There it is. Oh, I had a button pressed wrong. Sometimes it's just one button. One button. You got your finger on the button. Next thing you know, it's the brink up in here. Right? I got it on good authority. Andrew Dice Clay will be on season two of The Brink. He's going to play General Rasmussen. Now, oh, what's up? Huh? We got the troops coming in. New. Right? The Dice Man. Oh, it's a deal, Tim Roth. He calls it Tim Robbins, Tim Roth. My friends, the best show is about to begin. Another glorious Tuesday evening. My name's Tom. I'm the host of the show. And we are going to have fun. The topic is identify it. That's the hashtag over on Twitter. And what are the things that you just know you, you can't place a scene from a movie or a song or something and it just drives you nuts, you can call up at 201-332-3484 and describe it, and the power of the Best Show listenerhood will help you figure out what that thing is. But right now, without further ado, it is time for the Best Show to begin now! off to a bad start. All right. No, it's not a bad start. 
How can it be a bad start? It's the best show. Hey, my friends. The best show has begun. My name is Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of The Best Show. We are here with you, the usual gang. AP Mike is here. I'm going to tell you one thing. I mean, I can't figure this guy out. He rolls in, he's wearing his cuts like a... Like he's in like a motorcycle gang. I'm like, what is that? And then he says to me, none of your business, essay. Essay? Just when you think you got a guy figured out, you can't figure him out. That's associate producer Mike for people who are new to the show. He's one of the fun, colorful characters, uh, in the world of the best show. You'll fall in love with him. As you will with Dudio, the dude who, uh, built the studio. And his, uh, his, his, uh, down home ways. Down home? Not really. He's from the South. Right? Where are you from again, Dudio? Bermuda. That's not the South. It's an island. It's from the island of Bermuda. And he, he's saying he's from the South. I tell you guys, they should make a sitcom about this place. Right? With the oddballs here. Boy, that'd be some sitcom. How about that? Wouldn't everybody just love to watch that show? I don't know. There's enough, uh, there's shows about, I see these shows, uh, the new fall shows are out now. Got, uh, is Muppets on right now? Are we on up against Muppets? Yeah, that won't be too long. That, come Halloween, we'll have a clear path on that. All the Muppet fans will be back once they bleep can that show. No way they don't. I saw a thing. And there was like a Muppet made like a joke about weed. I'm like, come on. Like, we that desperate for the Muppets to like be contemporary? I mean, what, what are they getting? These Muppets like, yeah, I did a, a Reddit AMA. Got Muppets on trying to be so contemporary, right? Surprised they don't have a like a thing with a, a an app to meet other Muppets like Felter or something like that, right? But I, I, I want to watch that one. They're going to use that one. There's no way they don't use that one, Felter. And that guy who does the voice of Kermit the Frog. It's like, where'd they hire? They they hire that guy. He's like, hey, it's me, Kermit the Frog. Like, I actually do a better Kermit the Frog than that guy. Hey, it's me, Kermit. Hey, Fonzie Bear, what are you doing over there? What are you doing with your iPhone 6 Plus? Hey, Fonzie Bear, are there any memes to check out? But if that thing can make the air, I'm telling you. There's no reason, A, 
a sitcom based on the wacky hijinks that go on at a uh, at a internet based radio show slash podcast can't be a show. And then we can also do our spinoff of the reality show idea I have, Staten Island Garbage Rats, which would take place in the dumps of Staten Island, and it would be the crew from the show digging Storage war style, looking for valuables amidst the garbage on Staten Island. On this episode of uh, Staten Island Garbage Rats, AP Mike squares off with uh, you, God, from the Wu-Tang Clan. He helps Mike. <laughs> you, God, from the Wu-Tang Clan helps Mike dig out a... Uh, dig out a... Uh, like a stat, like a statue. Like they'd find like a statue, but it's buried in the trash too much. And you, God, would get one of those like cranes that pick things up. And we also talked about Mike would have like a chimp also named Cuddles. So, attention, television producers. These are the shows. If you want to make them, please check. Yes. Like a note you give in a classroom. Do you like me? Check yes. Hey, it's me, Fonzie Bear. No, that's Kermit. Fonzie Bear is like, hi everybody. Waka waka waka. What would he do? He'd probably have like a improv troupe now, right? I'm at the UCB, the Upright Citizens Bear Grade. Get it? Waka waka. This might be an audio packet for this show. I might be putting an audio packet. To, is this an audio packet? Have I submitted now to write on Muppets? Perhaps I have. Hello, supervising producer slot. What music did we just hear? Oh, wow. What did we hear? We heard Destroyer from the new album. You like that, Mike? It was good, right? That's my bro, Danny B. It's not my Dan Behar. That's one of the best bands uh, going, Destroyer. He's the greatest. And the name of that song, from their new al- from from his slash their new album, Poison Season. That was Dream Lover, and it's on Merge. He's playing this week in the area, Philadelphia and New York, on the weekend. I think it's Saturday and Sunday. So check it out. And what did we hear before that? No joy. Great band from Montreal. The song Judith. From their most recent album, More Faithful, which is on Mexican Summer. They're so good. And they just put a video out for that song Judith today, which was an awesome video. So you should check that out. And you should buy those records if uh, you uh, like 
Only if you like good music, you should buy them. Hey, it's me. It's me, Fonzie Bear. I'm on Reddit. I've got a Groupon. <laughs> I saw this one thing where they showed uh, that guy Frank Caliendo, like, doing his... Because everything is just corporations just smashing different properties together with no rhyme or reason. Because now they're just like, yeah, we got football and we got uh, we got Muppets. So get Frank Caliendo to do football impressions with the Muppets. So then you've got him. You got Frank Caliendo doing his Mel Kiper impression with that eagle. And it's like, oh come on. The, did that guy when he was sitting like in the had to go work at the Muppets and is, is he just like, oh what am I doing here? Like, as he's looking down, he could see the dude laying there operating the Muppet. That must be creepy. See some guy on his back, some woman on her back, operating a Muppet. And doing the voice. The phone number, 201-332-3484. And that is the number to call the best show. The topic tonight is... Identify it, and that's the hashtag over it uh, uh, anywhere on social media. And what is identify it? Well, it goes like this. Everybody hears or knows certain songs or movies or scenes and things, and you're just like, what is that from? I can't place it. And you search, and you're looking all over the place, and you just can't ID it. And then you just can't turn the corner with it. You can't turn the corner. And so you're like, how do I, how do I, uh, how do I what am I going to do here? So that's what you do. You call up, you, you describe it, and then the listeners will rise to the challenge and help identify whatever it is that has been haunting you. I have one. It's a song from the 70s. I think it's like from the 70s. It's like a dance type song, like an R&B dancey thing and it was kind of like it was kind of like that that um song by uh what's his face uh the uh, the uh um who did uh who did uh like Shuggy Otis did that uh it's kind of like one of his songs so it has that kind of feel that kind of funk dance type thing and it was kind of like but it's and then it had like the 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 identifying unique feature in the song was that you know that 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 like slap thing that goes and the song was really repetitious but hypnotic and it had a in it So that has been driving me nuts for about five years, placing that song. 
And there's one I I learned recently, which I could not believe. I did not know the uh, Bob Welch song, Sentimental Lady. Somehow I had never... I I did that as a as as him. Like I knew that album and I just didn't I knew that song forever and then finally it's like I was like, "Oh wait, that's Bob Welch doing that song." Sentimental lady You know that song, Mike? Did you know that was Bob Welch? Well, that's who that was. So, no, it's not good vibrations. Oh, these clowns, man. I tell you. What, what is that, that percussion instrument that does that? It's not like a, it's not like a, like a, not like one of those slapsticks. It sounds, I think it sounds like somebody just said, Wes just said, just said, uh, Bill Withers' Lovely Day. I don't think it's that song, though. I think it has the feel of that song. Let me check that out. Let me see. I think it has the feel of lovely. Let me see. Hold on. Let's see. Stop that. No, it has the feel of this song. It sounds like a, it sounds like this song. The closest thing I can compare to the song I'm thinking of is this song. The song I'm thinking of. Yeah, it has that feel, but it has more of a dance. Thing to it it's not a, it's not it's more of a groove than that song so that's very close Wes we're already off to an amazing start here so let's uh let's keep it going my friends we can do it we can do this we can help identify songs to help ever make everybody's dreams come true and stop the things that haunt you will now stop we will we will put these nightmares to bed My friends, a couple things I want to tell you about. A couple things I want to tell you about fantasy football. That's right. We're a few weeks into the NFL season right now. People are playing their teams. People are getting crushed. You got a season-long team. You watch one of these guys go out. You got Tony Romo. You're cooked, man. Your team's sunk. I know what that's like. You got a season-long thing. Guy gets hurt. You're done. Dunzo, as we say in the fantasy sports uh, terminology. You're donezo. So look, your season-long team might be doing great, might be doing terrible. But you know what? You don't have to wait till the week 16 to get paid. You put your fantasy skills to the test each and every week this season at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site. With one-week fantasy, there are no season-long commitments. You got an injured player? No problem. It's like a new season every week. You're not stuck with the same hurt players. You just 
You go over to DraftKings.com because they're crowning a new millionaire every week this season. You hear that? Every week. So turn your love of football into the payday of a lifetime. Pick your players, pile up the points, and pick up your cash. That's it. I'm telling you, man, you never experienced fantasy football like this. It's not fantasy as usual. It's DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. That's what I say. That's another fantasy term. Dunzo and welcome to the big time. So what do you do? You want to get in on the action? You go over to DraftKings.com right now. You use promo code BEST and you play for free with your first deposit in this Sunday's $1 million fantasy football contest where first place takes home a hundred grand. Enter BEST for free entry now over at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com. Promo code BEST. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe that should be like a Muppet character. Oh, yeah. Like an, a W.C. Fields type guy. Right? Be like a penguin or something. Oh, yeah, it's me. Yes, yes. Look, these Muppet people, they want this nightmare to stop of me the me dragging their name in the mud every week. Just hire me. Pay me off. Let me do the voice of one of these Muppets. Throw me like three Muppets, and then this this goes away. It's an old-fashioned shakedown. <laughs> hey, it's me, Kermit. My friends, let me tell you about reality. What? No, realty. What am I saying? Reality. I want to tell. Well, the whole show's about reality. Right now, we're going to talk about RealtyShares.com. RealtyShares.com, my friends. If you have money in the stock market, you probably broke even this year. Maybe you even lost a little bit of money. But if your dollars were in real estate in San Francisco, New York, Seattle, Chicago, or almost any other major city, you probably made a little nice, uh, a little, uh, a little nice return there on your money. Diversification is the name of the game when it comes to investing. So if you're looking to diversify your portfolio with real estate, look no further than Realty Shares. Realty Shares is a private real estate investment club that allows you to invest as little as $1,000 in homes and commercial real estate deals across the United States. Realty Shares has offered real estate investment opportunities in over 100 Major metro areas. Thousands of investors have earned returns as high as 20% this year on the RealtyShares platform. It's very easy to become one of them. Plus, when you sign up and make an investment, you can refer friends for $150 each. Now, what do you do? Very simple. Go to your computer or mobile device. You go to RealtyShares.com slash Best Show to create a free account and get started. Learn real estate investment tips on their blog or simply browse investment opportunities. That's RealtyShares.com backslash Best Show. RealtyShares.com backslash 
best show. Thank you to Realty Shares. Any chance you throw the air on, guys? It is? It's a, it's a hot as a, 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 all get out in here. It's hot as all get out. I mean, Mike, I, I figure he'd be hot out there in his, in his cut, cuts, his leathers. Right? It is warm. Yeah. I told you it's hot as all get out. The phone number, 201-332-3484. Let's take a few calls. Everybody's talking about identify it. That's the topic for the night. So is there something, a movie, a, a, a TV show, a thing you saw, you can't place, a song, something. You're not sure what it is. It's haunted you for years. Now we talk about it. We get to the bottom of it. Best show, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, to whom am I speaking? This is Jake. 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 Where are you calling from, Jake? I'm calling from Brooklyn. From Brooklyn. What neighborhood? Uh, Windsor Terrace, South Slope. What? Yeah, I know. Windsor Terrace, South Slope? Uh, somewhere around there. It's not a real neighborhood. It is a real neighborhood. That sounds like it's like a street. Because you're saying the south slope of Windsor Terrace? <laughs> it's somewhere on the border. You'd love it. Oh, I'm sure I'd love it. <laughs> right? Wouldn't be able to get enough of What's so fun in that neighborhood? What what you got going on? Oh, pizza places. Mm-hmm. Overpriced pizza places. Wow, you're really selling it so well. <laughs> Please. Uh, so what do you got uh, for me, uh, Chad? A big, a big cemetery. Big ce- um, a big cemetery and overpriced pizza places? <laughs> Mike, get my car. We're going to Windsor Terrorist. Windsor Terror... What is it? Windsor Terrorist? Win- Windsor Terrace. Terrace. Windsor Terrace, South Slope. Right. We're heading out there tonight, Mike. Me and you. I don't know right. how they're going to take to a, a motorcycle hooligan such as, as yourself... <laughs> Walking we got through those the too. We have motorcycle hooligans as well. All right. So what what do you got for me, buddy? Uh, I'm going to kick things off with a literary reference. Okay. For Mike, um, when I was in uh, community college, like 14 years ago, uh, I read our teacher just read this short story about some guy around Christmas, and he came home to his wife and kids, and he was not in a good mood or a good place. Mm-hmm. And so eventually they got in a fight and he started just chomping down on Christmas lights, just eating them in front of uh, the kid and the uh, woman. Any thoughts on that, Mike? <laughs> Mike is saying it could be Raymond Carver. That's what I, I, I've said that too and I've looked for it, but I've, I've never been able to find right. it. I don't well, know how to search for it. Well, we've it, thrown it, it out to the listeners. Let's see what happens. Good evening. Thank you for your call. Best show, you're on the air. Oh, hey, Tom. Hi, who's this? 
This is Allie from from Somerville, Massachusetts. Allie from Somerville, Massachusetts. Now, is your name A-L-L-E-Y? Is that how you spell it? No. Just like the Robert Palmer album, Sneakin' Sally, Down the Alley? That's, no. You were not not named after that album? No. Wouldn't that be troubling if, if anybody was named after anything having to do with Robert Palmer? Yes, it would. <laughs> That's a funny story how you got your name. Uh, we, uh, your mom and I really loved listening to Robert Palmer, and uh, we named you Addicted to Love. <laughs> That's your, why yeah. your middle name is Addicted to Love. That makes sense. That dude in his suits, right? He always wore those suits. Remember that? I do, yeah. He's dead now. Isn't that crazy? He is? When did he die? I don't know. A few, a bunch of years ago. Mm. He's gone, and and yet all of the Mighty Mighty Boss tones are still drawn air. Right? That's not, that's not the thing that I'm trying to figure out, though. I never had, I never knocked on wood. Although I was some tongue had. Have you ever sang that song on karaoke? I would do that song in a second at karaoke. Never had to knock on wood, but I know someone who has. I always wondered if I could. What? What's that now? I I was gonna say maybe when you come to Boston, you can (laughs) open with that song. Oh yeah, that would be a real show stopper, literally. I'll volunteer the show would to be stop. a dancing guy in the background. Now, are you going to see us in Boston, Sharply yeah, and Worcester live? And I saw it. I saw you twice in Brooklyn, and I already bought my ticket. Oh, that's so nice! Well, it shows different. It's got a lot of different it? stuff in it. I'm oh excited. yeah. Um. And so, Allie, what's going on today? What do you got for the topic? Okay, so this is what I'm trying to figure out. I saw this movie when I was younger, and in the movie, there's a kid who rides a bike, and I think he goes into Pee-wee's Big Adventure. No. No? Okay. He goes into some sort of abandoned thing or place that he's not supposed to go in, and all this weird stuff starts happening to him. Wait, he rides a bike. Say this now. He rides a bike. He rides a bike, and he goes... To some place, like some house or shack that he's not supposed to go into. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, now, is this a horror movie? No, it's like a. It's kind of like a kids like a horror movie. Is it, it's like <laughs> a like a kids. It's like so. It's it's not a space adventure. No, it's like a soft horror movie, if you will. <laughs> so a, it's like like a PG horror movie for kids. Yes. Yeah. So, could so it be called thing, something? Something wicked this way comes is what the 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 peanut gallery is saying. Wait, but speaking of peanuts, mm-hmm. yes. um, this happens in the movie. All I remember is one of the bad things that happened to him is I think his hair either won't stop growing or he can't grow hair anymore, and they like. He starts putting, like, peanut butter all over his head. Like, he starts 
slathering like peanut butter. Now you're sure. When did you see this movie, Allie? Uh, maybe when I was, I don't know, seven or eight, maybe. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Somebody's saying it's a movie called The Peanut Butter Solution. Now, I'm going to read these things out. I don't have time to investigate them. All right. I'm going to write these down. Because, look, the, the, the problem is there's a lot of pranksters on the Internet. There's a lot of people doing pranks like... The other day, did you see this thing yesterday where some guy, it was one of the, I, I laughed so hard at this. Someone, po, someone pretended to be a producer of the movie Avatar 2 and they released like exclusive art from the movie and it was the, like a picture of one of those aliens from the movie that looked like it was drawn by an 11 year old. <laughs> And Maybe it was everyone, George Bush drawing. Everyone, yeah, like George Bush could have done that one. Everybody is saying peanut butter solution. Coco from the Ets just texted me. Oh, man. We got, That's so exciting. I'm going to check that out. We've got Sarah from Chicago, a very tough city. She's saying it's peanut butter solution. Everybody's saying peanut butter solution. I think you uh. got the answer, Allie. Oh, that's so great. I've been, like, plagued with this for yeah. years, I swear. Yeah, it haunts you, right? Yeah, thank you, Tom. Well, thank you to to the listenership. They rose to the challenge. You have a great night, thank Allie. Thank you, you too. And that's what happens when you got to identify it. You got something, you bring it here, and the listeners will all figure it out. Identify it is the hashtag. Identify it. Yeah, so this art got released. Avatar 2. It's the funny. I laughed so hard. At the drawing somebody did. Like, hey, here's some, uh, here's some concept art from Avatar 2. It was just a drawing of one of the aliens from Avatar 1. Now they're making like three more Avatar movies? Oh my god. Could you, could you imagine that one? I could not wait for that movie to end. That first one. Avatar. Seems like it was over, and then there was like another half of it to go still. The thing with the tree. What's with the trees in these movies? The Lord of the Rings movies had trees. It's a walking tree. And then this had like the tree. Protect the tree. Then you got the tree of life. Anything with a tree in it is three and a half hours long. I tell you, man. Michael be the only motorcycle dude talking about uh, the tree of life. He'll be at the whatever clubhouse he's going to be at. The Bayonne uh, Bayonne Rippers or whatever. Whatever they're going to... The what? The East... I, I, what are they going to call it? The Disciples. The Bayonne Disciples. They're called... I'm not going to start mentioning motorcycle gangs on the air, Mike. I don't want those... 
those fine guys being besmirched. This is uh, uh, we're being parodic here, Mike. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. It's uh, Logan in Austin. Logan in Austin. What's up, Austin? You keeping it weird tonight? Uh, I'm staying at home. You keeping it weird at it's, home? It's too weird outside. Is it really weird there? What if you guys keep it too weird? Is there like any sort of thing that helps you realize if it's too weird? Like any sort of like warning? You know what I mean? Uh, I suppose like the number of, uh, you know, trendy haircuts, maybe. Mm-hmm. We have reached maximum weirdness. Please. Bring your boa constrictors back in the house. Do not walk through the middle of town with your boa constrictors. We have reached maximum weirdness. There is a weirdness shortage in town. Please, everyone, feed your boa constrictors in the center of town. Feed them live mice in front of restaurants. (laughs) So what's going on, champ? I actually want to ask you a question about your musical taste, if you don't mind. All right. I'll field it. What do you got? Well, uh, I haven't delved. I'm, I'm going to just say this, fan. too. I'm going to just say this, too. Not, I'm picking up on a bad vibe from you. No. I'm just going to say that ahead of anything. You could prove me wrong, as wrong as wrong can be. I hope to. I don't, I like mean, where the, I don't, I don't have a good feeling about where this call is going to go. No, no, no. By the way, you said, well, it sounded like I was, uh, like I'm on trial. But go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, please. Well, uh. See, you did it again. You you did it again. I apologize. No, no, go ahead. That's an awesome thing. I do apologize. All right, go ahead. In the past, on the uh, former incarnation of the best show, you played quite a bit of hip hop music. Mm -hmm. And I noticed a trend that you, uh, you know, it became less and less while still on WFMU. Mm -hmm. And I do understand now that you're, uh, Sponsored by the good people at Hozak and Goner Records. I'm not, uh, we're not sponsored at all by them. Pardon me, then. Pardon me, but you do That's play right. a lot of their very excellent music. Yeah, but I'm curious if uh, if there was if you still do listen to uh, hip hop music, or if there was something that changed your taste, or if there was a, a point that you had recognized that your interest in hip hop music had, had uh, lessened. No, I just honestly, in terms of what gets played on the air, there's certain the way of a certain label. Uh, label permissions for the show that uh, mm-hmm. that come down and that's uh that's what's that's what's shaping a lot of stuff and that will that will grow as time goes on and and I hope that it can be that we can widen the types of music as all as as well so yeah no I like I like uh uh hip hop I my uh friend Nick Flanagan has been uh telling me about a lot of things that I was Sleeping on like Vince Staples. Vince Staples? Yes. I'm I'm one of the typical people that probably stopped listening to hip hop when I was in uh, just shortly after college. So okay. I guess I was looking for a recommendation, but I will look up Vince Staples. Check out Vince Staples. And one other thing I might I might yeah, say. I, want. I, I would um, I would love for Sharpling and Worship to visit Austin, Texas. Well, let's see. I would. Love for you guys to visit during a non-festival uh, mm-hmm. time. Okay. Well, that's very. Uh, look, we, we, uh, we'll see. We'll see. We're trying. We're doing what we can. Well, keep we it can. up. It's great work. Well, thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. You and then uh, check that. out Vince Staples. 
I will. And ASAP Ferg. ASAP Ferg. If the music you want to hear is ASAP Ferg, Trap <laughs> Lord, press one now. Have a great day. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom. It's uh, Jeremy from Waynesboro, Virginia. Jeremy um, from the other Williamsburg. Uh, from Waynesboro, Virginia. From Williamsboro. <laughs> we're, we're like uh, three hours or so from Williamsburg. Okay. What's up, Chance? Did you hear about Derek Rose? What about him? He got hurt again. What? Again. Today is uh What, what did he do? Open of... a soda can? Yeah, I, man. Did he do I drop a Cheeto would... on his foot? <laughs> I think he would die if that happened yeah. to him. If he dropped a Cheeto on his foot, it would shatter... And I did when when we did the live show in in uh, earlier this year in Chicago. I made a joke about Derrick Rose. Everybody's like, "Boo!" It's like, "Ah, eh, you guys are gonna turn on this dude. You guys are one inch away from from running this guy out of Chicago." I'm just don't 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 make like I'm not saying anything you don't already know. Yeah, look, the guy keeps getting hurt. I'm I, that stinks. That he, injuries are no fun. I don't root for people to get hurt, but there's just a thing where the guy. It's a bummer. That guy's. It was fun watching him play, but he's not going to be able to do that, what he does best, because his thing is based on speed. And when you're hurt, yeah. you're not so fast anymore. Yeah, well, this this one is his face. He his got, face? Uh, he took, yeah. He took a, an elbow in practice. Today was the first day of practice. Mm-hmm. Okay. He took an elbow shot to the face. Really? And uh, he broke his orbital bone, and it oh was goodness. bad enough that he's got to have surgery on it. Wow. Well, that happens. You get to wear one of those masks, like, uh, <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, 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 what's his face always wore? Rip, Rip Hamilton always wore the mask, yeah. and then he never wanted to take the mask off. Yeah, I, but I think that's going to like sideline Derrick Rose for like nine months. But what if they do this though? What if, what if, and I'm not sure if this is possible. What if Derrick Rose and Nicholas Cage switch faces. <laughs> right? What if Nicholas Cage goes and he takes his face off and then puts it on Derek Rose's face, right? Like the movie Face Off but with Derek Rose instead of John Travolta. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. I would be all for that. See, Derek Derek Rose on the break with Nicolas Cage's face. Can you imagine that? That would be the kind of thing where basketball games would be. You would the the stadium would be packed every night. It would be like they'd have to move the games to like football stadiums, right? It would it would be so much fun seeing Nicolas Cage's face just go up for a nasty like three sixty windmill dunk with Nicolas Cage's face, like when he's got his face in that beehive. No! <laughs> right? That would be awesome. I'd love it. Well, thank you for the call and for the yes. disturbing imagery that will haunt everyone. Best show, you're on the air. Hello? Hello, sir. Yes, hi. Welcome to the show. Hi. It's uh, DJ Terry T. DJ Terry T, what? <laughs> How are you, DJ Terry T? Um, okay. Uh, you know, taking a little break from DJing. Uh-huh. DJing is yes. just so hard. It is hard. You're taking a break. Everybody misses you because you did 
you did truly did the great the best show on WFMU, which is called the Cherry Blossom <laughs> Clinic. So yes. everybody misses um, you. I miss the show. Oh, well, thank you. I, I really do think people would really I, I think they huh. do. <laughs> I know they do. Uh, uh, okay, so I have one for the topic. The topic, identify it. Yeah. What What do you have for the topic? And this has been driving me nuts. Okay. I don't know. I have actually a billion of them, but this is the one that, like, I can't. Um, it's, a, it's a saying from either a movie or a TV show. Okay. And, or something, I don't know, a book, I don't know, and uh, is it, cartoon? frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> That's Gone with the Wind. Luke, I am your father. No, it's, uh, but that's the beauty of it. It doesn't do anything. But that's, but that's the, the beauty of it. But that's the beauty of it. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't hmm. do anything. Like the kid goes, what does it do, the kid or whoever? What does it do? So somebody says, what does this thing do? You don't, do you know what the thing is? Do you remember that? No. So just the phrase is haunting you. That's the beauty of it. It doesn't do anything. Mike? It sounds familiar. It does sound familiar. I think it might be. I feel like it might be from Willy Wonka, but. I don't think so, because... Somebody's saying Hudsucker Proxy. Ooh. Hudsucker Proxy? Two people uh, just said Hudsucker Proxy. We need need verification on that, though. I don't know. People can throw anything out. Sounds like it would be in Hudsucker Proxy or Willy Wonka. I feel like it it was actually from maybe Seinfeld. Maybe it was like Kramer saying it. Hmm. Or George Costanza? I don't know. Anyway, so that's, that's it. But okay. In my head, ringing, I don't know. what You, is, you, you have thrown it out to the listenership now. All right. Hopefully they'll... Let's, uh, let's see what happens. And then if they come up with that, then I have some musical ones, which I really don't want to do because I have no musical talent. I can't sing or hum or anything, mm-hmm. so, but it's just... It'll be very embarrassing. <laughs> Although... Uh-huh. Uh, Someone approximating your your thing, you go meow meow or whatever the sound like the sound. Like, do you think it was a juice harp? No, it was not a boing boing bing boing bing boing. Okay. It was a like the slap thing that goes. Oh, like a slap bass, like Wang Chung, like that. No, no, not a slap bass. It was like a percussion instrument that goes. Like a fish. Not like a fish. No, let's, we're not doing that now. So, um. <laughs> okay. All right. The listenership now has your thing, but that's the beauty of it. It doesn't, it doesn't do, do anything. anything. Yeah. Nope. All right. Let's see what happens. Okay. Somebody, somebody said space balls. Ooh. I don't know. But like, tell, but like, where? Like, say, say okay. the context. Let's see. What is that, Mike? What do you got? Okay, but that's the thing. It could be from that. any of these things. Mike is saying somebody said Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and The yeah. Simpsons. 
We'll find out. Everybody knows I, it. I've heard Hitchhiker's Guide, but uh, I, I feel, I don't know. All right. We need proof now. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for the call. Bye. The topic. Identify it. People are loving it. Right, Mike? People are into it. I told you they would be. This guy, he's always putting me down. Him and his motorcycle buddies. Don't you bring your your dirt bag. I don't want the disciples coming in here every week. It's like they turn this into the Sons of Anarchy clubhouse. You know what I mean? I don't want you and your guys coming in. And we're doing the half hour power tonight. Are you around, Mike? All right. The half hour power, after the best show post show, we'll be doing 30 minutes of unscreened rapid fire phone calls. So after the show's over, wait a couple minutes and start calling. But right now we're talking about the things you cannot identify. Identify it. Yes, it's like the thing from the tide is high a little bit, the, the sound that I'm talking about. Let's see. Somebody's saying for me to check this one thing here. That's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. Let's see. I'm trying to do a show here. I gotta scroll down. You can't you couldn't help me you couldn't hook me up. Here. Scrolling down. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. That's the beauty of it. Let's see. That's the beauty of it. Scrolling. This is bad radio, man. You're telling me to scroll. I'm scrolling down this thing. It's the longest thing I ever saw in my life. Okay, here it is. It has the distinction of not only being a misquote, but for the longest time nobody could remember where it came from. It was finally traced to an episode of Burke's Law. Burke's Law! What's that? Where an inventor is questioned about the unusual contraption he just did. The only thing, the problem with that is nobody knows what Burke, nobody's ever watched Burke's Law. Burke's Law from 1963 to 1965. Look, if it was a cop show starring Delta Burke, I'd be into it. I'd watch that. Right? Delta Burke is. If it was her and G-Mac, if they paired Gerald McRaney and Delta Burke is like, uh, Solving Crimes, that'd be a good show. The two of them. Gerald McRaney, uh, he's with Simon and Simon. Remember, which one was he? Mike, which one was he on Simon and Simon? The, the bald one, yeah. Yeah, by, by default, he's the bald one. Oh, this guy. His weird motorcycle humor. Weird, weird motorcycle gang humor. I'm telling you, if your gang comes in here, I'll stand up to them. I'll stand up to your motorcycle gang. I'm not scared of them. You guys thrash me within an inch of my life. I won't flinch. Best show, you're on the air. Hi there. Um, I'm just, this is Mike from Montreal. Mike from Montreal. Yes. What's up, Mike? 
Uh, I'm just calling because I know the name of the song and the instrument that you've been trying to figure Ooh. out. Who you do? The beginning of the show. You do? Yes, I do. Okay, tell me. Okay. What are, first of all, what's the instrument? We'll build up to the dramatic reveal of the song. <laughs> okay, the name of the instrument is a flexitone. The flexitone. Yes, it's a piece of metal that gets hit by two small pieces of wood, and you kind of flex it with your hand. I'm right, checking here. Hold on one second. Let me see if the flexitone. We're gonna check and see if uh, if this is the thing. Oh, God. what are we gonna do with these commercials on YouTube? How how can you just answer me this? What was your name again, young man? Mike. Mike. If I go to watch a movie trailer on YouTube, why am I watching a commercial before what is ostensibly a commercial? Like, why, you know what I mean? Why can't they figure that out? So, I mean, it seems like they have it figured out. They're, they're kind of milk as much as they can out of you. Yeah, they're just getting you, they get you coming and going, right? Exactly. Well, let's see what this dude has to say about the flexitone. This is a flexitone. It's uh, very similar to, like, I don't know if you've ever watched those old cartoon movies where they take the saw and they... they play it, you clown. It's a metal plate what, right here. you giving here, us a history lesson? your finger with your thumb. What, I mean, college? There it's it is. It's got a beater on the bottom. And play it. You're going to play it with your thumb here. Yeah, and yeah that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the instrument. It's got a flexitone all over it. Now, what is the song? The song is You Got the Stuff. By Bill Withers, and it's you a long got, song in two parts. You got the stuff by Bill Withers. Yeah, exactly. Let's see. This, the second half of it is completely instrumental and uh, very repetitive. I'm going to the second part of the song. I think that would be it. Can you hear it? I can't hear it now. Is there singing in the front half of it? Yes, there's a lot of singing. It's kind of Stevie Wonder-esque. Is that sound in, is the flexitone in the first half? Uh, I think so. It's very prominent in the second half. Okay. I think it's in the first half, too. think this is it oh i'm sorry well it's close it's very so close certain. yeah well it's a great uh, you, you, i i don't know i'm gonna put a, a, a maybe next to that okay thanks buddy no problem montreal coming through
Funny thing about Montreal, I was there last week. I was in Montreal last week. Went there. Why did I go there? Well, last week I would have loved to have gone to uh, Goner Fest, but I got too much work to do here, and I could not be away for that whole time. So, uh... Drove up to took a, took the, took the uh, vaca- vacation days. Drove up to uh, to Montreal for a few days. Have you ever been to Montreal, Mike? You have? You have not. It's a it's a really good city. It's like. Uh, I was there about four years ago. It's it's like a uh, it's like a starter kit for it's like a Europe starter kit, um, where it's I'll check, or it's like French is the primary language, but like if you just well, the way I conduct myself, I go there and I'll be uh, like you'll go up to you go to a store and, and I just try to be humble when I'm there, like in the face of. Not knowing the the primary language, so I just go. They'll go like bonjour. Da, 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 da. I just go hello, and then they go hi. How are you? And it just be people. People were super cool up there. They're, they're yeah. It's really it's really awesome up there. Stayed at the uh, Fairmont Queen Elizabeth, which is where Give Peace a Chance was uh, done. The bed-in took place there. So it's really, that's where it went down. That's where they recorded that song. And yeah, I still it stayed there last time. So if, if I talked about this four years ago, uh, please hang hang tight. You can make it through 20 seconds of elements recurring from a show four years ago. So, this hotel's got like a lounge up on one of the high floors and you could go and you sit there and you, you eat and you, and you, uh, they bring snacks and Really nice, beautiful view of Montreal. So relaxing reading book, reading my book there. And then there's like a point when I'm like sitting there and suddenly I look around and it's like, holy moly, I am the youngest person in here by 20 years. All these oldies, man. Sitting around. And then you look at them and they're just doing the, I'm doing the same thing as them. Sitting, reading a book, eating free snacks. It's like, oh boy. Almost feels like you take, it's like, it's a, then you're just like, man, the life goes fast. I'm the youngest old person here. Not the oldest young person. Then, uh, 
It's like it's like it's like they they you just like it's like an action figure where you just pop the head off one and then you put like an put like an old head on it. That's what it felt like. Feels like life can go that fast. Oh boy. Very surprising. Then, naturally, as it always happens, the Americans show up most of the way through the trip. And I'm just, everybody, there's so many Americans in that lounge and everybody's being, everybody's just acting like, like they belong in society. And then, oh no, here we go. I'm sitting reading my book. And then I hear this loud woman. And how is it that everybody there who was American suddenly seemed like they had like a southern accent? But they were like from Michigan. Maybe that's how shockingly different it is to hear that. Maybe just because it's like, just like, it was just loud and This woman was just like telling the story about how we pulled up to the hotel and we had to park our truck and the valet was like, the valet was like, park it yourself, which I'm sure that's exactly what the valet at this hotel said. Park it yourself. And she's like, and now my husband is pissed. She kept saying that. He is pissed. And then I said to the concierge, congratulations, my husband is now pissed. And then I'm just listening to her. She starts telling a story to these other people. And then the husband shows up partway through the thing. And he's one of those classic guys who like, you know, those guys who say like, don't say one word. And they just, it's like the, like, it's like, uh. I'm so sorry, uh, like a doctor, I'm so sorry you, uh, we ran some tests on your husband and, uh, he has Bill Belichick syndrome where he's a complete mope and looks unhappy at all times and looks, no matter where he is, it looks like he'd rather be somewhere else and he looks angry at everyone 24 hours a day and says, can only say five syllables an hour. We're so sorry. Your husband, uh, has a pretty, uh, pretty extreme case of Bill Belichick syndrome. This guy like mopes in, plops himself down in a chair. And then she starts telling the story. I, this is like, starts telling a story about a Hooters in Branson. I mean, that is like, that sounds like, like, that sounds like something that you'd say, like, if you were trying to, like, undermine America. Like, you'd be like, they, the Hooters and in, in Branson, like, the elements that you'd bring up. But she was telling a story about going to this Hooters in Branson. She's like, we've been there, like, four or five times. And the one person there, like, said, like, oh, like. You're here for the food, huh? Like some dumb, 
joke. And then she's cackling about, oh my goodness. Four or five times. The Hooters in Branson four or five times. How bad is a foot? How bad is Branson if that's like, we're going for a fancy night out in Branson. The Hooters. I'm going to get the filet of fish. Hooters. Can you imagine? The Hooters in Branson. Jeepers creepers. This woman. Suddenly the lounge, I had to leave. I left. The peace was broken. Mortifying. So mortifying. Makes you embarrassed to be uh, from the United States of America, which I am proud to be from. I'm a true patriot. But... It's like, just go to the thing and just stop making it about you. If everybody can see you at all times. And like they laid, they put these snacks out and she's like, I got to make sure none of these have shrimp in them. It's like, none of them have shrimp in them. I'll tell you right now, none of them have shrimp in them. You know which one, you know which one has shrimp in it? The one that's shrimp, that's just shrimp on a spoon like that. Shrimp uh, ceviche or whatever that is. Yeah, that's got shrimp in it. That's where they put all the shrimp in that one. So she starts like rapping on the door of where they keep the, where the staff was like bringing the snacks out. She's like, hun, hun. It's like, just they're going to be out in 30 seconds. Can't, you can't wait to start shoveling snacks in your mouth till they come out. Oh, come on, Americans. Shape up. But everybody was cool. It's a really great city. Very, I like it a lot. And uh, only one time did I feel uh, self-conscious about uh, my uh, not speaking French. There was one night I went uh, to go to Tim Hortons, the donut chain. And... uh, I was walking, uh, there and, uh, it was at night. So I went in this Tim Hortons and there was like a line and it's like all hard hats there. Like everybody, cause that's, it's a donut shop. Everybody's getting there. What is a hard, a hard hat? Is that like a hard chapeau? Would that, would that be in France, in, uh, Montreal, bunch of hard chapeaus lined up. So I'm on the line and then I get to the front and then the woman behind the counter was not into me, not knowing French. And then, uh, it's the only person who gave me like some, uh, some tood there. And that's, look, that's fine. But I'll say this though, if you're working at a place that sells Oreo donuts, you don't exactly have the right to act like you're on the continent here. You're, you're, there's a good bit of America, uh, up in this place. Oreo donuts. You can't, you can't, you're, you're making your bread, your bread and butter on, uh, on shoveling <laughs> anything with Oreos in it. You, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't give me the high hat. 
but now is a little paranoid, like feeling a little self-conscious. And I walk, I'm walking back to the hotel and I'm walking past this, like down this corridor with stores and stuff. And I see like at this angle, I see like this guy coming toward me and I, I was just like, Oh no, what does, what, what's, what's this idiot want? And then I realized it was me, like in a mirror. I was like, but for five seconds, I was just like, oh no, this idiot's coming toward me. What's this idiot's deal? Oh, it's, it's you. I'm the idiot. Fair enough. So yes, I recommend Montreal. The band No Joy is from there. They're good. Went to the Bagels, etc where Leonard Cohen gets bagels. The owner of that place was super, he was like super charming, but like laying it on super thick. And like, you know, he does it like a hundred times a day, but, um, you still like fall for it. He's like, uh, well, he's like, uh, I saw you looking at the menu. Uh, what would you, I want, then you, you walked away. Then you came back, please come in and order something. And, uh, I want to prove to you that you made the right decision by coming back and I will, it's like your place is not, he was acting like it had just opened like that desperation of a new business owner where they're just like, how's ever, how are you? Uh, just like sweating every, can I get you more of this or that? And you're just, you're kind of like, okay, you can back up a little bit on this, but he was like just laying it on. And it was super, I fell for it. He's like, let me buy you a cup of coffee. The coffee's on me. He goes, and he's like packing a thing for me to go. He's like, okay, let's see. We've got napkins. We've got uh, plastic forks. We've got the whiskey. It's like, like he was so like, uh, boy, you're, uh, you're laying it on thick. But I fell for it. I liked it. Place was awesome. That's the stuff that makes Leonard Cohen write songs. That food. Speaking of Leonard Cohen, Mike has like a Leonard Cohen vibe with some of these things. See, and I don't mean that as an insult. You know what I mean, Mike? There's like a little, cause you're not like, you're not, nobody's gonna mistake you for uh, a Luciano Pavarotti in terms of your singing range. But you're making music and you're expressing yourself. People should check Mike's stuff out over at apmike.bandcamp.com. He's got a bunch of songs up there. And you can buy them and they sell for, I guess, a minimum of a dollar. But pay more than a dollar. Don't, don't, don't cheap out. Don't cheap out. Show Mike that you support him. And, and, I've, and I've said... Anybody pledge, anybody drops 150 bucks on Mike, I'll match that. I'll match it. Go buy his songs. I'm sure he'll have some motorcycle anthem up soon. Ride to Live or some song about being in a motorcycle gang. Has anybody suggested anything for the the song I've I I have? 
just that was people are saying, you think what? Oh, you gave me yes. I, I don't think it's this song by, uh, I know that Funkadelic album. I, I, I don't, I don't think it's that song. I know that album. I would, but let's, let's check it out and see if it is. I don't think it's back in our minds because I, because I'm a fan of Maggot Brain. No, it's not this song. I know this song. But that's the instrument. The Bill Withers song was the closest one so far. It's not that song, sorry. You know what's a good song, my friends? There's a good album came out. Uh, everybody knows Neil Haggerty, right? From uh, Royal Trucks and Howling Hex and Pussy Galore. Guy's a legend. Right? Put out a really good album uh, with uh, with James Toth called uh, Haggerty Toth Band. The album's called Qualgebra. Let's play something from it. Now it came out on. Uh, let me let me play something from it. We, it's uh, what's it on? Three Lobe Records. Is that right for this? Yeah, it's on Three Lobed Records. It's a great label. Definitely worth checking out everything they put out. And this song is called Angel Coffee. Let's listen to it now on The Best Show. Oh, yeah. How about that? You like that, Mike? Had a little bit of the feel of one of your, uh, it was like a, it was like, it's kind of jammy a little bit. Like, like a good Grateful Dead. You know what I mean? Grateful Good. Haggerty Toth. Neil Haggerty. James Toth. Think about the bands, the run that Neil Haggerty has put together. That is unbelievable. Royal Trucks. All those records. To be on all those records, unbelievable. Unbelievable, right? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's on three lobed records. You go find out. You go to uh, the label address is on your computer. 
threelobed.com. And the name of the album is Qualdraba. Can't go wrong. Have you been watching Project Greenlight, Mike? Uh, did it, start? it did start. Oh, okay. Holy moly. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Um, three episodes in. Yeah. Oh, you're going to love it. It is something else this season. Wait till you meet Jake Jason Mann, the director, or the producer, Effie Brown. Or wait till you hang out with your old friends, Ben and Matt, right? Your old pals. Now one guy's back again. That remember that writer Pete Jones? He's back. He's he's. It's like a. It's like everybody on the show makes me feel uh, like I need to jump off a bridge or something. The oh, he's gone because he's on the chair now. But they got another guy to replace him that's, uh, makes him, uh, makes him look like, uh, uh, wet paint. It's a great, it's a, it's a, it's an all-star lineup. Somebody's saying that they have found the, uh, the, the quote that DJ Terry T was looking for. Let's see if this is it. Let's see. Sydney, Sydney. That I, I, I always take this with me when I travel at home. I have a much bigger one. What is it? Well, it's my my therapy. I'm still perfecting it. What does it do? Do? Yeah, what's it for? Well, nothing, nothing. I mean, that's the beauty of it. You know, I, every machine in the world is selling, but not mine. Oh, perhaps this is it. Perhaps that's it. From uh, from Burke's Burke's Law was that what that was? From Burke's Law, which no one has seen, so it's clearly been like repurposed for something else. Nobody knows that. Somebody else must have re uh, repurposed that. I don't know. What do you think about that, Mike? That quote from Burke's Law. Like, that was Burke's Law. That was pretty much the quote. But nobody's ever seen that before. It must have been, like, re, yeah, retooled or something. It, it, it referenced. Because that, that source material ain't nothing we know. All right. Let's go back to the phone's. Best show, you're on the air. Not a fan of the French talking, neither. What's that? Not a fan of the French talking. The French talking. Yeah, and and that's coming from a place of love. <laughs> oh, okay. You mean just you, you talking about people speaking French? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what I was doing, right? What's that? It's, it, it came from a place of love. What? Oh, I think I know what that is. Who? Is that? Is that a? Are you making a, a Project Greenlight reference? Oh, guilty? Yes, it was Effie. Yeah, because she says 
all sorts of things, but then qualifies it with, that comes from a place of love. And then you can tell that she's just so livid. <laughs> but she says it comes from a place of love. It does. Which means you can't react negatively to it. Absolutely. Or if you do, then she'll talk over you, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a cast where everybody is, uh, it's like they're racing to the bottom on that show, right? I'll tell you, though, what a score they, they had getting uh, uh, Shepard from Fox News on there. Wait, what, who? He's one of the producers. Who is? Shep Smith? Yes. From Fox News? Yeah. He's, he's not on that. Sure it is. He's one of the producers. I'm looking at it right now. No, I know. I think I know who you're, you're referring to. One of the guys looks vaguely like... Like, uh, like, like Shep Smith from Fox News, but it's not him. He's the guy that, I love to watch him laugh, that guy. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, just it's, watch. it's sincere laughter. Oh, it's, it seems so, it doesn't seem like, like phony show business at all when that guy's no. laughing. No, it seems so, so honest and from, from, just from the heart, that laughter. I would think he's from Philly if I just, if I didn't know no better. Because of the laughter? It's honest laughter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is honest laughter. Hey, uh, caller, is this is this uh, who I think it is? Guess. It's Philly Boy Roy. How'd you know? <laughs> well, Am not. I on video chat? You're not on video chat, Roy. It's not hard to recognize you. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's not. Okay. Hang on. I, I, don't, I don't know where it is. I don't know. Maybe it's in the fridge. Look in there. Who are you? Who are you talking to? Oh, uh, Frank. Frank. Who? Who is Frank? Oh, my new bro, Frank. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I mean Pope Francis. Why? <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait. You're with the Pope? No. Uh huh. And and where are you? Vatican. What's that? Vatican. The, the the you're at the Vatican right yeah. now. You're in the Vatican. Oh, yeah. With yeah. the Pope. We're listening to the show. You and the Pope are listening to the show right now? Oh, yeah. I turned him on to it. He's way into it. I mean, he'd already heard of it, but he only heard some of the clips. He didn't really know what it was totally about. So he had already, the Pope had already heard of the best show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think he heard about it on, on, on uh, that podcast. Um, oh, what's it called? It's, um... The one Obama was on. Oh, WTF with with Mark Maron. No, no, the other one. Um, uh, Haim slides. Haim slides. Yeah. Wait, the <laughs> the Pope. I, I there's two things I can't believe now that the Pope has heard of the Haim slides podcast. Mm-hmm. And. And there's also no way that Obama was on that podcast. Sure he was. I did my research. Now you do yours. Okay. I don't know what to say to that. Well, but, yeah. the Pope's into, into all kinds of podcasts. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. See, like just today we was listening to the Carrie King interview on uh, Talk is Jericho. <laughs> you were listening to the Carrie King from from Slayer? yeah. Neither of us knew that Carrie tracks the bass on like 80% of them Slayer records. Did you know that? 
I, I did not know that. Yeah, Tom, don't do it. Uh huh. We I, didn't know that. I, I can't. I can't say I knew that either. Um, okay. But Roy, I got to say, this is all kind of like beside the point. Um, what What on earth are you doing in the Vatican with the with the Pope? Are you strapped in? Uh sure. You got your helmet on. Um. Yeah, figuratively, I do. Is the visor up or down? Because it needs to be down. Um, okay, I'll put it down. It's down now. Is it tinted? It is tinted. It's like that Lou Reed album cover, Blue Mask. Oh, Legendary Hearts. No, Legendary Hearts. Blue Mask is just him in blue silhouette. Yeah, like a mime. No, yeah. he was in the Warriors. He's He was in, um, in the Steinberger Furies. Lou Reed? Was? Yeah, it was it was a gang that wore blue face, and they all they wielded Steinberger basses and guitars like like weapons. Really? That was that like a product placement kind of thing? Did it Steinberger? Was. Yeah, it was. Uh huh. So again, we're getting away from the oh. from the oh. subject here. Well, now that I know you're safely ensconced, yeah, and your visor's down, mm-hmm. it's my pleasure to tell you, yeah, I'm in the inner circle. The you're in the Pope's inner circle. Yes. Okay. I I have to hear how this has happened. Okay. Well, here's how it all rolled out, my son. Uh huh. He's, he's rubbing off on me. Yeah, you're calling people my <laughs> yeah. son. So okay, it's early Saturday morning. I'm driving back to Roxborough after a night down South Billy playing cards with my bros, uh, Mongoose, Fletch, Stinky, and Rajneesh. Mm-hmm. And my dune buggy gets a flat. Okay. Rhoda's already madder than a Yeti crab at a Fiat dealership because I didn't come home already. Mm-hmm. And now this thing is going to make me even later. And I'm thinking it's going to require way more than just an Entenmann sheet cake to smooth this over, right? Because you're already late. Already late, yeah. So I'm on my hands and knees checking out my tire. Oh, man, it's flat, and I realize I broke my tire iron the day before doing a beat and flea. Doing a, a what? A beat and flea. A beat and flea. I don't know what that is. Well, we don't need to get into that, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> the Pope's in the other room. A beat and flea. Yeah. Okay. Let's just say you beat someone and then you run off. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Okay, so it's pretty simple, actually. Yeah. Oh, I guess I, I did spill the beans. Yeah. Don't tell him. Okay. Okay, so anyway, there I am. Mm-hmm. I'm cursing all that's holy because I, I, my, my tire's just flat. And I hear this voice behind me saying, What is the problem, my son? Mm-hmm. And I look up, and it's his holy pants, Pope Francis. Oh, my God. Really? Right. Yeah. Wow. And he was flanked by his security squad. Mm-hmm. I think they're called the Vatican Commandos. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they're called the Vatican Commandos, Roy. Okay. Well, anyway, we start talking. Uh-huh. And here's an interesting thing. Yeah? The Pope speaks perfect English. No accent. Really? Yeah, yeah. He does this super slow-speaking thing, so when working-class drones and cubicle zeros are talking to him, he can pretend he don't understand him and then just move along to the next person. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it's just one of the many useful things in the Holy Papal Book of Useful Holy Papal Tips. Okay. 
Yeah, it was written in 1692. To to fake that you've got well, – it's weird that he would – okay. It's weird that that would be in the book from the late 1600s, but – Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, look, so anyway, the Pope and I are talking about my dune buggy, which he loved. He was fascinated by mm-hmm. it. He, he liked how colorful it is. All the colors of all the local sports teams are represented on it. Uh-huh. Including the Philadelphia Fog. What the Philadelphia Fog? What is yeah. that? Is that a soccer team? No, it's the local professional cigarette smoking team. Why? It's a, a what? What league? Professional cigarette smoking. Uh, I didn't know that that was a sport. Oh yeah, it's uh-huh. fun. Okay. Yeah, I tried out, but they said I was too good. You're too good at smoking cigarettes. <laughs> smoking cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. So look, anyway, he asked if he can go for a ride in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was, I was all, your gallantry? I'd love to cruise Nem Schuylkill with you. But this tire's as flat as David Lee Ross singing on this new Life Halen album. Uh-huh. Okay. So he signals to one of his henchmen. Uh-huh. And before you know it, th- there's a C-triple-A truck there to change my tire. C-triple-A. What is C-triple-A? Catholic AAA. Ca- okay. I did not know that was a thing. Catholic oh. AAA. Oh, yeah. All the religions got their own AAA, except for the Amish. Okay. Yeah, theirs is called the Buggy Brigade. Uh-huh. The Buggy Brigade. Yeah. Okay. That's so, okay, so. You didn't know that? I had no idea. I did not know that. Well, Tom, I'm a teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I teach you like I taught Pope Francis. Uh-huh. <laughs> How did you teach the, the Pope? Well, I go, look, my man, you think you're seeing the real Philly deal, but you're seeing Philly light. And you just talk to the Pope that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I find that famous people put their guard down when you treat them like street trash. When you treat them like street trash. Oh, they yeah, do? yeah. They do? Oh, they... yeah. Like like the time I met Bruce Willis when he was in town doing Unbreakable with M. Night Shyamalan. Uh-huh. I what? pulled the Rickles move on him. The the Rickles move? <laughs> yeah. What, what, what is the Rickles move? I can't breathe. Are you all right? Yeah, I got some popcorn in there. Mmm. I go up to Bruce Willis, and, I, and he's surrounded by all these fans, right? Mm-hmm. And when it's my turn to say something to him, I just look at him, and he goes, D- do you want me to sign something for you? Yeah. And, and I act like he's interrupting this conversation I got going with the girl next to me. And I go, not now, Hudson. Can't you see I'm talking to someone? So you call Bruce Willis Hudson. Yeah. As, as in, like, Hudson Hawk? Yeah. Like, so you're making a reference to, like, a bomb of his. A total bomb, yeah, and he was yeah. stunned. Yeah. And and then I start busting on him about grosses of his movies, like The Kid, uh-huh. Striking Distance, Mercury Rising, Death Becomes Her, Mortal Thoughts, and The Color of Night. Uh-huh. And how, how did he take all of your, your, your uh, busting? Well, at first he was very livid, but, but soon he had a respect for me. And I'll tell you what he did. You ready? Yeah. He invited me up to his hotel room where he ran his own personal print of Hardly Working. Hardly Working, that's a Jerry Lewis movie. Oh, yeah. He must have run the donut scene 12 times. 
<laughs> that's the that's the scene in the movie where he like sees a donut in a box. Is that what it was? There's like a box of donuts. It's a whole box of donuts on the desk of he's he's starting his first day with the post office. Yeah. And the guy, you know, the, his his higher up is behind the desk, and it's like two minutes before. It's like a minute before the bell's going to ring at eight in the morning, and the day starts. Mm-hmm. And this box is just is just taunting him. Yeah, oh, and, we, yeah. and we should say for that this is Jerry Lewis's like last of those movies where he played like the 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 idiot. Yeah, it's like 1981, and he's yeah. got to be 60. Yeah, but he's acting like he's 15 at yeah. best. Yeah, and so Barnaby, that's his name, he's hes running his finger around the box, the perimeter of the box, uh-huh. and his mouth wandering. Yeah. And the guy looks behind his newspaper a couple times and sees him real disapproving-like, right? Mm-hmm. Barnaby still... Running his finger around, he's, he's drooling over these donuts because he can't have one. Uh huh. And then the the boss goes, "Do you want a donut?" And Barnaby goes, "Where are they?" What's he say? Where are they? Where are they? Yes. <laughs> After he was just l- lovingly caressing each donut, he he thumped a couple of them. Yeah. Uh huh. Bruce. He laughed so hard when he saw that for the thirteenth time. Uh huh. Wow, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty surprising. Very moving. Well, look. Anyway, so so the Pope says, "I want to see the real Philly," and I go, "Look, you go do your church speech today at at, at that basilica. Mm-hmm. What's that called? A mask? A ma- uh, <laughs> um, the spe- A mass. Oh, a mass. Yeah, M A S S. Okay, well, I said, you, you go do that. And then tonight we're going to go full frontal dune buggy through the real Philly, okay? Uh-huh. So after he left he left the church, I go pick him up in my dune buggy, and we went wild. Really? Oh, yeah. So it's just you and the Pope? Yeah, he didn't want no bodyguards. He goes, Roy, show me your Philadelphia. So I pick him up, like yeah. 9 o'clock, and we go everywhere. Uh-huh. Like Maniunk, East Passyunk, Northern Liberties, uh, Fox Chase, Fishtown, Palton Village, Worcester, Winmore, Yaden, Angora, Primrose, Swarthmore, Moylan, Elwyn, Wincote, uh, Balakinwood, Upper Black Eddy, Only Fox Chase with the Hick and Ivy Ridge, Fern Rock. Colmar, Link Belt. Okay, I, I, I get it. You went everywhere. You, 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 you were very specific with that. We went list. all over. Wow. You know, you know, one thing everybody was was really dying to know that if you if anybody like the Pope comes to Philadelphia, people were really wanted to know if he had a cheesesteak while he was there. Do you know? Oh, he sure did, but not from Pat's or Jim's or Gino's. Uh-huh. Yeah. We went out to Vito's and Paoli for that. Okay. Yeah. They make the best steaks out there, and I'll tell you what. What's that? The Pope even blessed their cheese whiz. 
He he blessed the the cheese whiz at where Vito's. You said yeah, it was. He blessed their whiz. Uh huh. Yeah, it was magical. He stood over the vat. Yeah. And he goes, "De Domini, Sanctus, Wisdom, Christos." And it did taste better. It. Uh, that I didn't is... do it right. He sang it more. Okay. De Domine Sanctos. <laughs> uh huh. Wisdom Christos. Really? It was more like that. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so he so like he... that Electric Prunes album. That one album, yeah. Mass in F minor. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's what he did over the cheese whiz. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, we even dined and dashed. Really. Yeah, he'd never done it before, and he loved it. He loved eating and then running out without paying. Oh, yeah. And he was so into the jams I was blasting on the dune buggy. Mm-hmm. He sanctioned a Holy Philly medley to be performed on the organ before his mass the next day. He did? Oh, yeah. It was awesome, and it was very tasteful, Tom. A, a Philly medley? Like, what was in the medley? Oh, of all the songs you want to hear from Philly, all the classics, uh-huh. off the top of my head, uh, Streets of Philadelphia by Bruce Springsteen, Sarah Smile by Hall and & Oates, and We Dance by the Hooters, Ringo Buys a Rifle, uh, At the Hop, uh, Disco Inferno, mm-hmm. Kids from Philly by George Thorogood, Enemy for Life by Wide Eye, uh, Bristol Stomp by the Dovells, The Revolution Comes to North Street by the Electric Love Muffin, Young Americans, of course, by uh, David Bowie, uh, Escalator of Life by Robert Hazard, mm-hmm. Philadelphia Freedom, uh, Cold Beverage by G Love and Special Sauce, mm-hmm. uh, Peep and Tomboy, by, that's Kurt Vile. KV, yeah. yeah. Uh, the History of Where Someone's Been Killed by Morale. Uh, Torture Chamber by Triple X Maniac. Really? Uh, yeah, I Will Get You There by Boys to Men. Uh, one More Time by Pool of Thorns. These Boots Are Made for Walking by Pure Hell. What else was there? Oh, Tears Over Beers by Modern Baseball. Uh, modern by... Baseball? I don't know oh, yeah. Modern Baseball. Pardon me? I don't know that band. Oh, it's it's new. It's a new band. You got to keep up on stuff, you bits. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I Need to Murder by Circle of S. Hit. Uh, What else? Guimo's theme by Flag of Democracy. Davy Jones' Wooder Cooler by Psychotic Norman. Mm. Uh, Apathy by the Sadistic Exploits. Needle in Your Eye by War on Drugs. Uh, What else? Trapped in a Sundial by McRad. Love's Got Me Doing Time by Cinderella. Mm. To name just two. To name two. You named like 30. You, you, I did? Yeah, you named a ton of songs there. Oh. Look, I I cannot believe all of those songs were played in front of like what would be like hundreds of thousands of people on like a, like an organ, I guess, right? Is that uh, Oh yeah, it was an audio miracle, Tom. A miracle. Yeah. Uh-huh. So look, anyway, it's Sunday night. Everything's over. I'm in my g- garage eating my traditional weekend wind-down hoagie, and I get a phone call. Yeah. I go, Ziggler here. Talk. Okay. Yeah. It's the Pope. The the Pope called you? Yes. And the Pope goes, Roy, you got to come home to Vatican City with me. Uh-huh. And I go, why? And he goes, because you give no Fs. Uh-huh. And to his credit, he did censor himself when he said that. He said Fs. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I catch the R two down airport and get on Pope Force One. Uh huh. Yeah. So so you you get on uh huh. So you get on Pope Force One, which is the is that the name of the plane? I'm assuming, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. So so he wanted you. Pope Francis wanted you to come back to what? To bring like like a dose of reality to the Vatican. Absolutely. Yeah, he, he's doing all this cool new stuff that no other pope ever done before. Yeah. And he wants me to keep him his feet planted firmly on the ground. Uh huh. Well, he. So we don't get a big head. Sure, sure. I mean, look, th- this pope is definitely doing things that no other pope has, I think, ever done. And I mean, one of the, I mean, I I heard that he's even putting out an album. I guess the CD's coming out in like November, end of the year, and. The thing I had read about it said that it was like Prague. Oh, oh that! <laughs> Believe me, it ain't Prague. Yeah, well, I you know I kind of figured that it would be pretty far fetched for the Pope to do a uh, like a Prague album. Yeah, he's doing that to please the blue hairs. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, his real Prague album don't come out till January. Wait, his re- what do you mean his real Prague album? He's got a real Prague album coming out, and it's really good. Uh huh. Yeah, Roger Dean's even doing the cover. <laughs> Roger Dean, the guy who did all the Yes album covers. Oh yeah, yeah, I, it's I big cannot... stuff. And apparently, Trevor Horn wanted to produce it. Yeah. He even came to the Vatican to meet with the Pope, and mm-hmm. the Pope lost it. Okay. How, what? How did he lose it? Well, his minder said it was the maddest they ever seen him. Yeah. The, the Pope pulls a copy of 90125 out of his robe. Yeah. And he holds it up and he goes, you may have turned yes into uh-huh, but you'll never do that to me. Because that's the album where, where yes were very kind of 80s and modern at that point. Totally, yeah. It yeah. ain't aged well at all. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he made Trevor Horn eat the CD. He made him eat the the his copy of nine oh one two five. Yeah, yeah. But he, he let him put some spicy Vatican sauce on it to make it go down easier. Uh-huh. Well what it what is spicy Vatican sauce? Well, you know how everyone from like Michael Anthony to Joe Perry got a hot sauce now? Sure, sure. Well now the Pope does too. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. What, what 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 is in? Do you know what's in his hot sauce? Like what makes it, uh, you know, different? Can you keep a secret? Sure. Truthfully, yeah. it's just ketchup, cayenne pepper, and little pieces of old Pope hats. In his hot sauce. Yeah. Well, that doesn't sound very good. Yeah. So so getting back to this prog band, he actually, this Pope actually has a prog band. Yeah. Do you know what he plays in it? Does he play an instrument? Keyboards. Really? Oh, yeah, he's got a whole bank of keyboards. He's like a cross between Tony Banks, uh, Fifth Van Leer from Focus, and uh, Georgian, uh, Jordan Rudess from Dream Theater. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, I thought when you mentioned keyboards, I, w- I was sure that you were going to say something that he was uh, influenced by uh, Rick Wakeman. Oh no. He hates Rick Wakeman. <laughs> the Pope the Pope hates Rick Wakeman. Yeah, yeah. He said Wakeman snubbed him at a party at Greg's Greg Lake's mansion a couple years ago. Really? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. But so, I tell you, man, the, this Prague album, mm -hmm. it's an epic concept album. Okay. Yeah. He, he said it's like Tales of Topographic Ocean meets Thick as a Brick on performance-enhancing drugs, but five times as long as both of them. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's called What the Cobbler's Stepnephew Saw. What the, what the cobbler's stepnephew saw? Yeah, maybe it didn't make sense because I didn't say it fast enough. Uh -huh. What the cobbler's stepnephew saw? What the cobbler's stepnephew saw? Say it faster. It sounds better. What the cobbler's stepnephew saw? What the cobbler's stepnephew saw? What the cobbler's stepnephew saw? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, you, it sings when you do it. What the cobbler's stepnephew saw? Yeah, do it again. What the cobbler's stepnephew saw? I love it. Yeah. He's listening, and he's giving me, he's giving the pont, the pontifical thumbs up. Oh, cool. Yeah. This, this album, though, it's, it's kind of a medieval footwear slash murder slash exsanguination mystery in 36 parts. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's super hard to follow, yet strangely rewarding. Uh-huh. Well, that is, sounds insane. Yeah. But that's the whole reason for that U.S. tour he just did. Uh-huh. What is? Yeah. He was talking to labels and booking agents. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, he's jealous that Obama's band Tramp Stamp got rolling before Welcome to Italy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tramp Stamp, which is Obama's uh, band that got signed to, uh, was it Discord? Yeah, they signed? got signed to Discord. Yeah, but then he couldn't, like... Ian liked him, Jeff didn't. Yeah. I, I, it was like a... Uh, I remember he... Somebody called and talked about it and said he was, like, that he couldn't tour because of all the, the presidential duties. Hard to get away. Yeah. Yeah. Hard yeah. to get in the van when you're president. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, wait. What is, you said, well, what is Welcome to Italy? You just said. Oh, that's the name of the Pope's prog band. Welcome to Italy. Yeah, he's really into that film Stripes. Uh huh. And that's a line that Sergeant Holka says in it. He, when they, you know, they they have their big. Uh, it's like what's that like the second act, the beginning of it when they they're flying high because they perform real well at the razzle dazzle uh, thing. Yes. Yeah. Blown up, sir. Uh huh. Yeah. You you like Just like last night only better. Mm hmm. So you're yeah. So so he's a big fan of Stripes. Yeah. Uh huh. You know, people even have that line tattooed on them. Welcome to Italy. Yeah, that that I had actually heard a guy call in a few months ago who had one of those tattoos. This is not the first time I've I've heard that line. See, I had a feeling it wasn't all losers who who called your show when I ain't calling in. <laughs> oh, well, that's nice. That's not. Come on, be nice, Roy. Oh no! What? Oh no! What? What's wrong? Tom, you gotta help me! Wait, I, what happened? Please, oh no! What? You know how sometimes when you open a beverage bottle and, and you take a drink out of it and then you set it down on the table and this foamy liquid starts gushing out of the top? Sure, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Well, I did that with a bottle of Yingling just now and I'm in the Vatican Library. Okay. 
The beer got all over this giant hand-painted Bible from, like, 1476. Oh, no. Yeah, it looks super expensive. Yeah, I'm, like, 90% sure I can't get a replacement. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, sure it, I'm sure it's super expensive, Roy. It's got to be, right? Like, $2,000? Well, I would think it's a little more than that. But this sounds terrible. Oh, no. Oh, wait. I'll, I'll use this piece of paper to wipe it up. Hang uh-huh. on. Okay. Hopefully you can dry it off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's working. Okay. Wait, hang on. Oh, no! What? The piece of paper I was wiping it off with? Yeah? It's a letter from Mary, Queen of Scots, to Pope Sixtus V. Oh, from 1586! Oh, Oh, no! Oh, no. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, no! Uh Oh, Oh, no! What? I I tried to soak up the beer that was on that. With what I thought was a rolled up paper towel. Yeah, yeah. Hang on, I don't got a good feeling about this. Let me unroll <laughs> yeah, I it. I don't either. Okay. Tom? Yeah? Who is Galileo? Gal- Galileo, the yes. astronomer from like the, that's like from the, he's from the 17th century. Yeah, he was, he was uh, put on trial for hearsay. Yeah, this is one of the documents from that trial, I guess. Oh, he even signed it. Oh, no. What? He, oh, no, it's yeah. all smudgy now. Yeah, it's all wet with, with yingling? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no. Roy? What? Are you okay? No. <laughs> well, well, be careful. Be careful. What am I going to do? I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Wait, what no, just, what just I happened? tripped and I knocked over this big glass case. Oh, my God. What? what? A big glass case. Yeah, all these documents and scrolls and stuff were in it, and now they're all stuck to my beer-soaked feet, and I'm tramping them all over the place. Oh, Roy. <laughs> Please help. I, I don't know what to do. It can't, just, it can't get any worse, though. I can't. There's just no way it will get... Oh, wait. What? I must have knocked over an oil lamp. Yeah? And the oil's dripping out all over the floor. Oh, my God. Oh, no, and the oil, it's flowing precipitously close to the fatty I just lit up and dropped on the floor back there. Oh, to the fatty you just lit... Okay. Well, look, Roy, can you be very careful? Okay. Can you make it over there before the whole thing catches on fire? You think oh, yeah, you... no problem. Hello? Roy? Roy? It's the lines. Oh, that did not sound good. Did you hear that, Mike? Unbelievable, huh? I don't know what to say. I hope he's okay. I hope he's okay. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say, Mike. Mike, I don't know what to say. Mike, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. 20-year-old Frankie. I don't know what to say, Mike. He's married, he's got a kid. 
don't know what to say. He's working from seven to five. Mike, I don't know what to say. I want to get it. Do you want to need it? I'm going to have it. Who's going to have it? Your, your lady needs to get it. You're going to give it. I need it in the morning. I need it in the evening. I got to get it when I'm on a picnic. And there it is. You know you want to give it up. You got to give it up. Dogs. It's so long. 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 It's so long.
today. One of you jive time turkeys put some ecstasy in it. And now our beloved social studies teacher is out on the dance floor in a man diaper doing a cha-cha slide. Also, if you get shot with an arrow on this holiday, that is not Cupid. 
There's a hobo with a crossbow out in the parking lot. <laughs> Thinking teachers are students. They're nerds here tonight. No! I do have a bit of bad news for nerds. There is a growing contingency of hipster nerds that is threatening our very lifestyle. Point, 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 point
riding through the South Alabama foothills one day and they got a little bit thirsty. They pulled behind this old abandoned farmhouse. Bernard was driving, he hopped out, he ran over to this old pump and he grabbed the handle and he started the pump. Now, just as a matter of curiosity, how many of you good folks up here in the big city have ever used one of these old water pumps? Hey, that's fantastic. Okay. Well, it was hot. It was August. And old Bernard wanted to drink the water. And after he'd been pumping a couple of minutes, he said, Jimmy, better get that old bucket over there and dip some water out of that creek. We're going to have to prime the pump. Well, old Bernard wanted that drink of water. I mean, it gets hot in South Alabama. And he was just pumping away and pumping away, you know. And I'll tell you, that sweat was beginning to come off of him. And he said, you know, Jimmy, I just don't leave us in the water down there. Isn't it true that the things in life that have value, that you got to do some pumping for? Well, old Bernard, <laughs> man, he wanted that drink of water. I mean, by then, he was really working up a sweat. But, you know, there's always that question, just how much pumping are you willing to do just for a drink of water? And finally, old Bernard just threw up his hand. He said, Jimmy, they're just sitting in the water down there. Jimmy said, don't stop, Bernard. Don't stop. If you stop, it goes all the way back down, and then you'll have to start all over. Music with your mouth. 
I fell in love in the front seat of the 56 Ford. officially running for President of the United States and we are going to make our country great again. fell in love in the front seat of a 56 Ford with a driving movie sliding over toward a girl in shorts and necking a little on a bench seat, no gear shift in the middle. She was young and eager. It didn't take much to slip her in gear and let out the clutch, but the beautiful bench where we performed our feats has been replaced by two bucket seats. And the brake lever, gear shift, and armrest between me and the girl I love best, which is sensible and safer, perhaps, two people restrained by safety straps. But if safety were all that people thought of, then who would ever fall in love? Boy, that's true, isn't it? Did Ralph Nader ever date? <laughs> Do we know? I think I've made a cut.
This is a song from the play Slim Yankees. I don't mean the band that Ted Nugent is in with those guys with sticks. I'd like to see it anyway. Can you bring it around? Yeah, I will. Like, uh... Well, should you bring it around now, or...? No, 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 no. I'll tie up the weekend. How about, like, weekend? yeah, how about, like, about Monday or Tuesday? Uh, the, see, the trouble is that these people are expecting, uh... And now, these people are expecting, uh, expecting something from me Monday. All right, I'm working, man. I got building some shit, you know, and I really got to get it built. Right. Just, uh, you know, some tables and some shelves and some stuff, and I got to get it done, man. I put it way off. Uh, okay, I'll tell them that I'll have to wait. Just then. like one week. Or, or, or a day or two. Two days. Just let me see it. Okay, let me let me bring it over today. I'll just leave it in your mailbox, okay? And then you well, I'll be back. there. I'll be at the studio today, so bring it by. Yeah. And give it to me, but I can't read it. Take me okay. out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. I don't care if I never get back. Let me root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. For as one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. like Ricky Gervais. I'm just going to let it out. I love his laugh. Do you hate his laugh too? No, it's not. You love it. I don't.
Why do you think the Eagles are still so popular? Take it easy, witchy woman, peaceful, easy feeling, desperado, tequila sunrise, already gone, best of my love, one of these nights, lion eyes, take it to the limit, Hotel California, life in the fast lane, new kid in town, I can't tell you why, the long run, heartache tonight. say I don't know what that was you like that Mike nice huh sets the mood huh a little long no no that was hardly the longest yeah Mike yeah we're stretching out kind of like the Grateful Dead right The music of the theme weavers in the background. We're in the final half hour of tonight's best show. The topic, identify it. We've been trying to identify different things that you have been struggling with. Songs or movies or whatever that you've had a hard time identifying. And we will help you. Identify them. I think I'm the only one that hasn't been identified yet, right? My song that goes... Sounds like a Bill Withers song. It's not exactly a Bill Withers song. I don't know if I'll ever find it. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. How's it going? Oh, it's going all right. Who's this? This is Tony from Chattanooga. Tony from Chattanooga. What's going on in Chattanooga tonight? Uh, pretty much nothing, but I got one for the topic. Well, Tony, let me just say one thing first of all. Okay. You know what's driving me nuts? This AAP Mike. Not, no, no. He's, look, he's driving me nuts. What else is new? This guy. Okay. With his le- his leathers. I don't even think this guy owns a motorcycle. I, I want to <laughs> see. He's probably getting in some sidecar when he goes out there. I don't even want to ask him, honestly. Don't want to know. That's beside the point, though. But you know what drives me nuts on Twitter? He's not verified. Yeah. At AP Mike. Really? And, and he, he's given up now. He's like, he was like, yeah, don't worry about it. I can't, he said this thing. I came into this life unverified. I'll go out unverified. No, no, <laughs> no, I won't stand for that. I won't stand for that. I will not lose this fight. 
this AP Mike is at AP Mike is going to be verified. I will not lose this fight. There's this, there's a couple impersonators online driving me nuts on on Twitter. I'm not even going to say their name. Just gross, gross creeps. Pretending to be him and saying uh, gross stuff. They put his picture on it. It's, it's, it's too much. Verify him. If anybody knows how to get somebody verified, tell me. We need to do this. It's driving me up the wall. All right. Uh, what's your name again? Kirby? What is it? Tony. Tony, Tony from Chattanooga. What do you got for for what do you need identified? Okay, so I was a kid flipping channels, and I came across some movie, and I, I know now that it was a spoof. But as a kid, you know, I thought it was serious. But this uh, this woman's cutting up vegetables in her kitchen, and then you know, cuts to the woman, cuts back to the vegetables, and now they're puppets. And they're screaming like "Don't eat us," Ugh. and scared the bejesus out of me. But you was, know. It, was it a horror movie or just like a weird movie? What was it? What, what, how would you describe? I think it movie? was a horror spoof. Like uh-huh. as a kid, I thought it was a horror movie, but uh-huh. it seems too goofy to be okay. legitimately horror. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Mike, anything with this? Studio? No, doesn't ring a bell for either of those guys. Let's see what people yeah. on, on the on the Twitter say. Okay. If people know. People go to the hashtags are, is uh, identify it. Let's figure it's out. It's for years. It's buggy. We'll find it, buddy. So, is, right. how, what era? What? How old would you say it would be? The the thing is it from the eighties? Could not have been later than nineteen ninety six. Okay. From nineteen ninety six. That's at the latest. I mean, it could have been eighties or something. Somebody sang the song I was looking for. Is called. Let's see if this is it. Hold on one second, champ. Oh, my goodness. This might be it. Yeah, this is it. Let me see. Yeah, this is it. Oh, oh! Can you believe it, Mike? It's it's oh, it's uh, one, it's one. Is it one way? Is the band? It's called Cutie Pie. Yeah, that's the song. Oh, it has been answered. One way with the song Cutie Pie by One Way. How about that? That is nuts. That's the song. I heard it in Los Angeles in a sandwich place playing over the uh, the uh, the uh, the sound system. Unbelievable. Cutie Pie by One Way. Somebody saying Meet the Feebles. Do you ever see that thing? I'll never. You couldn't pay me to watch that movie. These yeah, are the I've movies. heard of it. I've never. It sounded gruesome. It's one of those movies where it's like it shows you that like Peter Jackson's not funny, but he's like, he's like, I'm going to be funny on this one. Well, that's not. Yeah. That's like a. That's like a weird. 
That was an accent, uh, like a, a Cockney accent. That's not a New Zealand accent, right? <laughs> I, I'm no, I'm not even close. Is it Meet the Feebles? Anybody? I've it, never. It's not. Somebody said no. It's not Meet the Feebles. I could never watch that movie. I could never if watch you don't that like movie. Muppets. I imagine you'd really hate. What about Green Inferno? Do you think I'll, you'll ever see that? Never. What kind of mutant goes and sees that? Like, what kind of person is like, ooh, Green Inferno, that's my kind of movie. It's right? just Cannibal Holocaust. Oh. It's just a remake, basically. Here, here you go, like, buddy. Tell, you it's, it? Somebody says it's a Tales from the Dark Side episode. Oh, okay. And it has been sense. linked. It is an episode, yeah, I'm just watching the clip now, a woman puts her glasses on, she sees a, a, a yeah. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, it's fruit saying, no, please, no. Right? You know, probably funny for an adult. As a kid, scared the crap out of me. Yeah, as well it should. I'm going to, are you on the Twitter, my friend? Uh, No, I'm not myself. Well, can you go to it and look at it? Yeah, yeah. Tales from the dark side. I just put it up on on, uh, Twitter. Awesome, thanks. YouTube clip. All right, bro. Congratulations. You're, you're free. Oh, thank you very much. Best show, you're on the air. Hey. Hello? 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 To whom am I speaking? Hi there. Hi. Hi, hold on. I have to shut the show off. Hold on. All right. All right, all right. Hi there. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing all right. What, what's your name? Alyssa. Alyssa, where are you calling from? Um, I'm very close to Hartford, Connecticut. That's okay. where, but I'm at, on a town outside of Hartford. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how's that working for you? Um, well, I've only, I've only lived in Massachusetts my whole life. Okay. <laughs> so I'm in Connecticut for the past, like, four months. Mm-hmm. How, are you making yeah. the adjustment? Um, yeah, it's good. It's better, I guess. Well, I don't, I've heard that most people outside of Connecticut think that people from Connecticut are snobby. So I'm like, uh, kind of reluctant to say I'm from Connecticut. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you're still <laughs> from More, Massachusetts. You're yeah, living in Connecticut. Was, that's right. Yeah. What was the name of that band? I forgot the name. I'll never find the thing again. I had it. I lost it. Uh, Cutie Pie. Band? Cutie Pie. Uh, never mind. I'm good. I'm, I'm Cutie good. Pie. So do you have something for the topic? Yes. What What do you need identified? Okay. okay. So when I was a little kid, there was my my dad was a big uh, he was into horror movies. He would watch them all the time. So I have a memory of when I I walked in at my dad watching like a horror movie, and I only saw this one single scene, and then I ran out because I was so scared. But I remember this scene and. It stuck with me, and I cannot find what what this movie is. So this is the scene. So there is a <laughs> there's a pizza, and it's talking. The pizza is talking, <laughs> and it's obviously evil. And it, it's like it's like a B horror movie, I think. And the pizza is evil, and it's talking. And then there's a woman. She's very very scared. And um, she takes the whole pizza and she stuffs it down the garbage disposal <laughs> and she flushes it down and 
that's all I remember. Hmm. <laughs> and I've been trying. Like, and, let's see. All that comes up is like that Julia Roberts movie, Mystic Pizza, but yeah. it's obviously not that pizza. No, <laughs> not this is an evil that pizza. movie, obviously. But how, I, House, I, House I, Four, the movie House. You know the house. you know the franchise Ooh. House. No, no, no. I've seen that. I've seen that. It's not that. It's not House Four. I House. Four? Four, There's yes. There's more than There's one a four. house? Yeah, oh. so your dad was watching House Four, apparently. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. People are saying wow. it's House Four. I've only seen House, like mm-hmm. the Japanese movie? No, there was a there was oh. an American thing. Oh. Sorry, sorry, Criterion Collection. Uh, oh. There were some American movies called House. Oh. And somebody already put the clip up. Let's see. Studio oh put God. the clip. Studio put wow. the clip up. I'm your pizza man. <laughs> oh, I don't like this. How, if you go, if you uh, go to YouTube and look for House Four, I'm your house pizza man. Four. Pizza man. <laughs> wow. You will find That's your amazing. wishes. That was so fast. Yes. I've been like looking for it for years. <laughs> that's why we do. That's why we do it here. Identify it. You're you're free of this nightmare. Oh, thank you, Tom. All right. Well, you have a great night. You too. Okay. Bye. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. This is Jesse in Toronto. Jesse in Toronto. What's up, Jesse? Are you, Jesse, let me ask you, are you going to see Sharpling and Worcester live in Toronto? We're buying our tickets tonight. Yeah, you better. We're buying our tickets tonight. You better. Serial lap. You rat. Now, why am I insulting you? Saturday, (laughs) November 28th, Toronto at the Mod Club. Sharpling and Worcester live. Sunday, November 29th, Cambridge, Massachusetts at the Sinclair. Sharpling and Worcester Live. Sunday, December 13th, Philadelphia at Union Transfer. Sharpling and Worcester Live. Tickets are selling fast. A lot of these shows are selling really well. In fact, all of them are. I know that. Things will start to sell out very soon. Uh, uh, Phillies, bonkers. They're all bonkers. They're all going to be great. Um, tickets, you can find, uh, all the links over at Stereolaughs.com, that's stereo, L-A-F-F-S dot com slash tour. So go do that. So you go buy your ticket, my friend. So what, what, what do you got for me, champ? What, what's, what's bugging you? All right. All right. So this is another one for the, for the Canadian listeners. You had their interest peaked earlier. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I, is it, there was a short film. On the National Film Board of Canada, it was when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was this guy. Like they had all these, they had all these little cartoons and and little short videos for mm-hmm. for kids, but they were all terrifying. And uh, there was this one where this guy bought a plant seed. He brought it home. It was all stop motion, mm-hmm. and he brought it home. And the plant, over the course of the video, just ate ate his whole house. Let me like, just, just okay. So a plant ate his house, and this was animated. No, it was it was it was uh, it was stop motion, but it was you know oh, stop motion. It sorry. was filmed, yes. yeah. But it was an actual guy in an actual house, and it, and it seemed like they just had all these plants, and they you know they just the plants ate the house. It was okay. My friends, uh, 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 my friends of the north, Canadians, come through for this dude. What was the message behind? You said these were shorts that did they they were like public service things. No, they, they weren't like public service things. I'd, I'd, I'd go to the library and I'd rent these, these, my parents would rent me these tapes 
and uh, and they were full of crazy little cartoons. They were like kind of like little art pieces, but for kids. Mm-hmm. And this one, this one was like, I don't know. I still kind of it still creeps me out. Okay. Well, let's see if people can figure it out. Oh, somebody might have found it already. This has been bugging me for years. Well, let's see. Could it be called Plant? Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> that would be deceptively easy. Hold on. Hold on. Well, apparently you might not be that. Uh, the From the National Film the National Film Board of Canada, I'm looking at it right now. It starts okay. off in a room with a table. What are you doing there? What are you playing? High lie or something? You're banging around? Sit still. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Sit still, you, you goon. You're getting your thing answered. Uh, it's a movie called Try Try Looking Up a Thing Called A Thing Called The Plant uh, over at the uh, National Film Board uh, website nfb.ca slash film slash the underscore plant. All right, it's loading up. Loading up. I'm just trying not to let it play on here though. What do you want? AOL loading up. <laughs> Hold on. We got to get Hold Mike on. verified. This is it. Nuts. This is it. Yeah. Okay. This so it's called it. the plant. The plant. Yeah. There you go. National Film Board. Yeah. Hey. There you go. Wishes. Oh. Your oh. wishes. Dreams are coming true tonight. People's people's nightmares are are ending because these things haunt you. You know what I mean? They haunt you. It's exactly right. Yeah. Now you're now you're fixed. You're whole again. All right, buddy. Hey. Good thank night. you. You're welcome. Pizza Rat Dog. Pizza Rat Dog. You watched Pizza Rat Dog yet, Mike? The video Pizza Rat Dog. It's really good. It's been stuck in my head all week. It's 13 seconds long. Maybe you watch it at the at the Sons of Anarchy Clubhouse. What, do you have a giant table? Do you have a giant carving in the table like they did? I hope you don't go down. If, if this is like a Sons of Anarchy situation, I'm trying to think which one you're going to be. Are you going to be juice? I don't know. I don't want to see you go down like, don't take this the wrong way, Mike. Who do you, who do you not want to be in Sons of Anarchy? There's the one who, uh, the pledges. There was that one pledge that looked like Josh Gad who got mowed down, right? He got like a shotgun blast to the chest. I think you're going to go down, and don't take this the wrong way, Mike. Halfway between Opie and Piney. We're going to combine their deaths. What happened? Piney got killed in a cabin, right? And Opie got killed in prison. But they, like, they basically, they basically disassembled Opie, right? And who killed Piney? Ron Perlman? Look here. It's time for you to die. Look here, Piney. You've been running your mouth too much. You know what the score is. Piney, I'm gonna have to kill you. <laughs> yeah, Pizza Rat Dog. It's Marlo Meekins is the, 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 the creator of that. Search that. That's really, it's really funny. Best show, you're on the air. Hey there. This is uh, Carlin from Florissant, Missouri. What's the what now? What's your name? 
Uh, Carlin. Carlin. C-A-R-L-I-N, like, like George Carlin. Like George Carlin. Yes. Weird, huh? And in, so you, well, I'm named for my great-great-grandfather. That's all I know about He's that. your great, your great-great-grandfather is George Carlin? No, his name just happened to be Carlin. Okay. <laughs> so he was, so your but, great-grandfather wasn't like, I'm going to tell you all about things. I never park. met him. He was my great great. He was he was gone. You, yeah. You drive on the parkway, but you park <laughs> in a driveway. He didn't do any of that, so that wasn't okay. So what do you got for me, champ? Well, this is one that's been bugging me for a long time. I don't know if anyone would know. Um, I heard this when I was a kid. It's something that was probably on the classic rock radio, like KC ninety five here. And I remember a part where. Uh, the guy, it's like a boogie song and he's kind of telling the story in the middle breakdown maybe. Yeah. And he says something about a phone call mm-hmm. and I think his lady answered the call first, maybe and passed over to him. Yeah. And he says, and I knew it was my friend so-and-so because he's the only one I know that could make his guitar talk like that. And then it goes into a crazy talk box thing, you know? Hmm. So I've Googled this and Googled this. Everything comes up Frampton. That's not it. Someone thought it was an REO Speedwagon song. That's not it. I, I cannot figure it out. Hmm. How does it, like, just sing it even if you're getting it completely wrong. Like, even if I'm getting it completely wrong, it's kind of like, you know, and then she handed me the phone, and right away I knew it was Rico, because he's the only one that can make his guitar hmm. talk like that. You know, whatever, a talk box there. It's not, uh... Hmm. It's not that 157 Riverside REO Speedwagon. Someone not that put song. that on me once. That's not it. That's not, I just so it's don't not know. that. It's not Maybe uh, I hallucinated it, but I, I have a vivid memory of hearing does this. Does it sound song. like that song Hot Rod Lincoln? You know that song? Oh, I don't think so. Like, it, 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 it makes me think more of like the Thoroughgood, one bourbon, one scotch, one hmm. beer, storytelling, okay. song okay. speaking. Sure, I don't know. Sure. Hmm. If anyone in the Twitterverse can help us, man, that would be cool. Well, let's see, man. Somebody's saying, uh, somebody's saying, why do you want to know this? It sounds terrible. <laughs> hey, I've heard that before, and too. And that was me who actually said that. Right on. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, bro. We'll see if people <laughs> find out. We, you put it out there. Let's see if people get, uh, if we get you some answers. It's late in the show. You might but- not get them tonight. You might not get the answer tonight. I'll be glued to that hashtag. Yeah, check it out, bro. Let's see. Somebody's saying it's not a Joe Walsh song, right? Somebody's saying it is. Could be. Well, somebody's saying it is that Ario Speedwagon song, and you got to just realize that that's what it is. Maybe, but I. Well, maybe. Like a phone call, and the woman handed him, and he said, and I knew that was my homeboy. I don't know, whatever. I'll try Ario again. I do not think that's it because I tried that a couple a while back. Somebody's saying Neil is saying in cat all caps. He's serious here. He's saying Carlin. It is that GD Ario Speedwagon song. He you got is him. That mad. Neil Markowski, maybe I don't know. You got okay. him mad. It is. It's Neil Markowski. Uh, I'll go listen. Maybe it's a live version of the He said to you, I, "We've I, talked I about this before." So what are you a little no, thick? He threw that. He threw that out there before, and I you're a little thick, it. aren't you? You can admit it. You're a little huh? thick. No, I saw him put it out there. I listened to it. I said, oh. no, that's not it. You know, when the bro played the one for you earlier, you were like, no, that's not it, and you held out, and then yeah. you heard the right one later. Yeah. Somebody's saying so. it's the version on the live album, you get what you play for. 
I think we tried that, but Not I'll go back and check. One. But look, Carlin, you and don't take this the wrong way. You sound a little thick. Okay. Are you? I mean, it's like, look, I, I'll admit it. I'm not very smart. I'm not educated. I'm I'm crafty. I'm not smart. Yeah, I like to think I'm medium. Okay. But there's times when you're just like, oh, Carlin, you've done it again. You're a little thick. <laughs> you can admit it. Sure. Say it. I'm a little thick. Where are you from again? Uh, right now, Florissant, Missouri. Forsum? Florissant. Florissant. Like French, like, like fluorescent? Florissant. Florissant. Missouri. North County. Okay. Well, I'm giving you a nickname, my friend. Okay. Do you know the song Sex Dwarf by Soft Cell? <laughs> I heard tell of it a few times. I, I prefer the girl with the patent leather face myself, but go ahead. Okay. Well, you are... Uh... You are uh, Florissant's sex dwarf. What's your name again? Carlin. Carlin, that's right. You are now, whenever you call the show, you have to identify yourself as Florissant's, Floris, no, you're, you're Florissant's 6500, Florissant's 6500 Carlin. Okay? I have no idea what that means, but. Well, we'll it's your see. nickname. People are, look, the guy's saying it's the live version. It is. I we I, we answered that the on the phone. EA forum. I listened to that. That's I'm, I'm going to say that's not it. People are just screaming now that it's the live version <laughs> of this Ario Speedwagon thing. I got to say, Carlin, you sound a little thick. I'm saying we went through that one before, and that's not the one I remember. Goodbye. Bumming me out. Guys, bumming me out. Best show. You're on the air. Hello there. Hi. Um, this is Jamie in Brooklyn. Jamie in Brooklyn. Yes. What's up, Jamie? Well, uh, I've had something on my mind that's been making me want to call. I actually haven't even listened to the show tonight. Oh, okay. I just remembered that yeah, it was what, on. What, okay, what's your beef, bro? What do you got? You got a beef? Beef, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't call it a beef, but... Oh, boy. Anyway, I just want to say off the bat, um, oh, relatively new listener. Okay, well, welcome to the family. I appreciate you joining us. Thank you. I want to let you know, too, uh, I am product i'm the result of when you put a call out to your fans at the beginning of the new show to reach out to their friends and whatnot and let them know i am one of those people okay. you had a fan that did that it worked so okay. i wanted you to know it was not cool. for nothing to put that out there well, I, i'm glad that got you here it got you to where we are right now so i'm glad we did that here we are yeah okay so so what's your beef now what are you going to get so I like how here's the okay, butt yeah. where's the butt where's the butt you're, uh, so I heard, you know, listened to a couple of earlier episodes. Um, yeah. You talked about uh, uh, that song, Porcupine Pie, and then uh, yeah. Cowboy Star. Yeah. So I have something I think fits with those, the ranks of those. Okay. So you're calling for uh, a topic we did eight years ago. I guess. I guess. <laughs> what is this, Interstellar, where time doesn't matter? And it's just all, it's just all the past and the future are the same? Yeah, this is just... This is just oh right. the best well, shows on that track. Okay. I got what do you got? What do you got? Look, I'll 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 let it slide. What do you got for me? Yeah, yeah. If it's worth your time, if you ever find the time, yeah, okay. Yeah. I just, it's a Beach Boys song. I love the Beach Boys. I'm an absolute nerd about them. But there's one song. Let me see if I can guess. Let me see if I can guess. Yeah, I have every Beach Boys album. Is this song on the Beach Boys Love You? No. Is this song on the Light album? Nope. 
close. Is this song on? Is this song on keeping the summer alive? <laughs> nope. A little back it up a little. Back it well. Back up which way? To the past. The past. Is it on Holland? No, a little past that. A little earlier than that? No, no, it's a little later. A little later. What is it on? Carl and the the Tufts, uh, State Tough? <laughs> no, Carl no, and... no. Yeah, nope. <laughs> it's, uh, want me to tell you? No, I'm going to get it. It's on, it's on Carl and the Passions. It's not on. No. Is it on, no. is it on, uh, it, what is it? Is it the disco version of Here Comes the Night? <laughs> no, which record? What is that? That's on, uh. The, MI, the, the Light Alive. Album. Wait, no, was the last one you said before Light Album? The Light Album. There's the, there's that one that was called what? M, 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 I, M, I, M, I, U. Is that the right. album you're talking about? Yes. What song is it? Hey, Little Tomboy. Hey, Little, Hey, Little, Hey, Little Tomboy. I'm going to make you a girl. <laughs> it's creepy. That's yeah. a creepy tune, man. I know that one from the adult child bootleg. That's right. Yeah. I have that as well. That's that is stuff yeah. I like on there. But yeah, man, no. that song is. You can uh, hear you oof. can hear Mike Love's ankle bracelet going off on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh it's man, it's creepy, just, you know a, they're all in on it. You know, that's it's a like creepy I can't just song, bro. It's like a, it's a it's a group effort on that. Yeah, one. no, they should have all they should all be uh, on a they should all be on a list for participating in that song. Uh-huh. For sure. Thanks, but that's a good one, bro. I appreciate it. Now, uh, you got it. try a topic from uh, from the from the from this year next time. You call. <laughs> All right, I'll see what I can okay. do. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Best show you're on the air. I am. Yeah. What's up, bro? Oh, uh, not much. Not much. What's your name? So, uh, my name is Zach. I'm from uh, L.J. Georgia. From L.J. Georgia. L.J. Georgia. Yes, sir. Okay, what's L.J.? L.J., spell it for me, please. E-L-L-I-J-A-Y. Okay, L.J., okay. Yeah, L.J., yeah. So you, uh, what's up What's up tonight? Uh, not much. What, uh, and what's your name again, Mitch? Zach. Vat? V-A-T? No, Z-A-C-K, Zach. You know. Zach. Exactly. Okay. Sure. Yeah. What are you doing tonight, Zach? Uh, not much, not much. Uh, so I got a thing for the, uh, the topic tonight. Now, are you calling from a cell phone, can I just ask? I am. And it sounds like you're outside. Oh, sorry. No, that's no, okay. I'm so not... what are you doing? You, what are you doing? You calling from outside? No, I'm, uh, I'm in my Taking room. Taking a little walk around the on. neighborhood, right? A little nah, stroll? Man. Nah. Right? You eat dinner? Uh, what do you have for dinner tonight, Zach? Uh, I had a pizza. So you had pizza, and then you're just kind of like, let me see if this... Does this is this your evening? You had some pizza. Yeah. Then you like. A... Then you were like, "Oh boy, I'm full. I gotta walk that pizza off, right?" And then I you did. got up. You walk around the neighborhood, start walking that pizza off. Next thing you know, walking around the block, see some light from a window. Hmm, what's going on in there? Old Zach uh, needs to take a peek. Right? Or a peep, as you would say it, right? So then you, nah. uh, so then you walk over, climb up a little bit, right? Kind of right, stretching, yeah. stretching as high as you can to get look in that window, right? What did you watch? Right. You watch people watching the Muppets? I did, I had to catch the Muppets. You watch the Muppets? I've heard that that's, I've heard that the show, that it's got very poor ratings, but, 
when guys like you that when they add in the the it's a thing called you know they have the the the, the plus three and the plus five on the ratings now they have a thing called plus p that they add on which it's people watching the muppets through other people's windows it's like peepers <laughs> And that when they add those people into the mix, then the show is off the charts huge because it appeals to what they call the, the, if you notice the sponsors, sometimes you see the sponsors on shows, it's very telling who's sponsoring it. That show, it's, it's sponsored by raincoat companies, like a lot of raincoat companies and trench coats, right? It's like London yeah. Fog, I think is a big sponsor of the Muppets, right? Tonight's episode of The Muppets brought to you by London Fog with the new, with the new tearaway buttons. <laughs> so is that you? You put your trench coat on in Georgia, walking around, staring in a window, watching Muppets, no sound. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Well, look, you, look, it, look, everybody's got their thing. You admitted it. So what can I do for you, buddy? Uh, so I've been trying to find, this it's a short film i guess it's online and it's about like these guys are like in the air i don't know they're like, like a giant airship and they're trying to like ah, whale sky captain it's like sky whale i think it's sky cat i think you're talking about sky captain in the future of tomorrow no no, no. it's like a it's like maybe like an eight minute short it's not very long okay then, then describe this they're they're doing what now they're in a, a blimp no it's not a blimp it's like it's hard to describe it's like a giant spaceship and they're in the clouds and they're trying to like whale you know like they're hunting a whale like it's but it's a giant through the sky, sky whale kind of through thing. the sky yes okay through the sky hmm how what era would you say it would be from uh, i don't know it's like a futuristic kind of thing but no i mean like when uh, how somebody's saying it's oh. called leviathan uh, that that might be it well a, mo a couple people are saying leviathan Let me, let me check it out. Yeah, you, you do that, bro. And somebody's saying it's an episode of Futurama, which I think you would know that, though, if it was Futurama. You'd be like, yeah, and it had a, a talking squid in a lab coat. Yeah, no, it's you'd not know Futurama. That, right? It's Man, like those, Futura those, those Futurama things, Comedy Central. Well, the Comedy Central must have gotten some deal on Futurama. They run those things all afternoon, right? Yeah. Future, it's like... I put on Comedy Central, like three, a three hour, and now six episodes of Futurama. Yeah. Futurama. Somebody's saying it's, uh, Jefferton is saying it's, it's, he's seen it eight times. It's, uh, it's called Leviathan. Uh, Leviathan. Okay. It's a proof of concept for a movie. Like they made it, I think, to, to, show that another movie that this is what they wanted to make a feature out of kind of like the ruling class on uh on project Greenlight. all right yeah you know what that actually does sound like it yeah because i remember reading a little bit about it mm -hmm. and now when uh, you were reading about this was someone else reading it and you read it over their shoulder through a window it was uh actually uh yeah yeah all right well well, bro, you got your thing. Congratulations. Thank you. Have a great night. All right, my friends. Well, my friends, the time has come. Tuesday has now become Wednesday, and I don't want to go, but I got to go. And I'm telling you, 
This was the first episode of Best Show 2.1. Now, what made it Best Show 2.1? Very simple. We're doing it, man. We're doing it. We got some big stuff planned. Can I say one of the things, Dudio? Well, if I say it, then I said it. <laughs> the one we've talked about. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have. Uh, well, first of all, I'm gonna say the half hour power is kind of gonna come up in a couple minutes. We'll do we're gonna do that. So everybody, call two zero one three three two three four eight four. And you should all know that uh, I just got handed this Cardudio, uh, aka Jason Gore. He's a member of uh, he's a member of a, a sketch troupe called Bridge and Tunnel, and they have a show called. Get Real with Bridge and Tunnel, and they're going to be doing a show at New York Sketch Fest Saturday, October 17th at 9.30 uh, p.m. at the People's Improv Theater. And uh, uh, it, 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 and the guest, the special guest for that show is me. October 17th, 9.30 p.m., New York Sketch Fest at The Pit. Tickets go on sale Thursday at thepit-nyc.com. I will be a part of their sh- their show. So get your tickets for that um, in New York City. It is an honor to be a part of it. Half hour power coming up shortly. One of the things we're going to do is uh, we're going to have a, a like a twenty four hour stream go up of the show, like a like a like a it'd be like listening to like best show radio, and we'll have that, uh, which will be a lot of fun. We'll. We'll get that going in the next, that'll probably get going in the next, would you say next couple weeks? Yeah. yeah that'll go in the next couple weeks. And the long awaited, uh, uh, sticker initiative is, is finally, uh, going to happen. I, I will be mailing them out in the next week, the stickers. So we will list the stores that will have Besho stickers in them. And you can go to those stores and you can say, I'd like a Besho sticker, please. And, then you can get your sticker and you support local businesses that way and you support local businesses that support the best show and it's it's all gets good for everybody small businesses helping small businesses that's how we do it need to get ap mic verified if you know how to do it there's a few annoying copycat accounts driving me nuts i'm not going to let you down on this mike i know you're 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 starting to give up and I'm going to show you what it means to believe again. It's going to be like the movie The Walk, Mike. You're going to believe again. You'll believe. I, I Nobody tell me what happens in that movie, by the way. I don't know if he falls off the Twin Towers and gets smeared on the pavement below. I don't want to know. I want to be surprised in the theater with The Walk. All right. The best show is over. It will be back. In the next uh, seven days, special will be back next week, this time next week. We will do the half hour power next. Again, I'm going to play something. I played something by Destroyer to start the show, and I'm going to play something by Destroyer to end the show from the amazing new Destroyer album, Poison Season. Uh, here's a song called It's a good one. I like the song Times Square. I'll play that. Call for the half hour power right now. 201 332 332 
3484. Here's Destroyer. See them in New York on Sunday, Philly on Saturday. 